we're analyzing Pfizer stock ticker PFE to see if it's a great business on sale. This analysis is going to be intense, but it's going to be worth it. It's just over 10 minutes. We're using the select six analysis to look at the most telling financial metrics before estimating a fair value for Pfizer. Then we're giving a final rating to the business. There will be a key bonus metric along the way that just might be the tipping point when analyzing Pfizer for your stock portfolio. Before we get into these valuable metrics, let's understand Pfizer stock performance. Right now, Pfizer trades for $37.40 per share. Year to date, their stock price is down 27%. Right now, Pfizer pays a big 4.33% dividend yield. Their average dividend yield is in addition to their returns and their stock price. In the last five years, Pfizer stock is down 3.5% overall. In the last 10 years, they're compounding at 2.5%. Their stock price is up 26% overall. Going back before the global financial crisis, in the last 18 and a half years, Pfizer compounds at 2% annually. Their stock price is only up 43%. Keep in mind their average dividend yield is added to their stock returns. Pfizer is trading just a dollar above their 52-week low. The company's down $16 from their 52-week high. Around 1% of their shares are sold short. Pfizer is a big business. They have a $211 billion market cap. But the burning question is, why should we be paying close attention to Pfizer? Pfizer is one of the world's largest pharmaceutical firms with annual sales close to $50 billion when we exclude their COVID-19 product sales. While it historically sold many types of healthcare products and chemicals, now prescription drugs and vaccines account for the majority of sales. Top sellers include pneumococcal vaccine Prevnar 13, cancer drug Ibrantz, cardiovascular treatment Eliquis, and immunology drug Zelgiance. Pfizer sells these products globally, with international sales representing close to 50% of its total sales. Within international sales, emerging markets are a major contributor. Now with this understanding, let's get into the numbers. Starting with metric number one, we want Pfizer's average return on capital in the last five years to be above 14%. The average business earns about a 7% return on capital. Looking for a benchmark that's double this can build in margin of safety based on the quality of the business. Pfizer's return on capital has increased in all five of these years. It shot up a lot since 2020 when Pfizer was one of the first companies to launch a COVID-19 vaccination. They're seeing a windfall across the business because of this vaccine. They earned very high returns on capital in their last couple of fiscal years. When their returns are averaged out, Pfizer earns about 14.7% average returns on capital in a given year. That's slightly above the benchmark we're looking for, meaning this is a check on metric number one for Pfizer. They earn more than double the returns of an average business. Although a lot of these excess returns have come recently. Metric number two, we're looking for growth to go along with these high returns. We want to see growth in their revenues, net incomes, and free cash flows. This includes their last five years and their last 12 months worth of numbers. All three need to be up for this to be a check. In this time, Pfizer's revenues have more than doubled. Their earnings are up two and a half times. The company's free cash flows have also grown by 46%. Huge growth for the business coming since 2020. This is a huge check on metric number two. Metric number three, we're looking at Pfizer from the view of an individual shareholder. We want to see earnings per share growth in the last five years. Indeed, that's just what we're seeing here. Pfizer has grown their earnings by two and a half times. They've also bought back a small 4% of their shares. Between this earnings growth and their share buybacks, this is a check on metric number three. We're perfect to start things off for Pfizer. How will the business perform in the second half of our analysis? Metric number four, we're looking for free cash flow per share growth. A similar result as our last metric, Pfizer's grown their free cash flows and they've also bought back some shares. Because of this, their free cash flows per share have grown as well. This is another check on metric number four. To recap where we stand currently, Pfizer's perfect through four metrics. 
But there's still one vital piece missing. You might think nailing returns on capital and having good growth is the key, but we haven't touched on the one thing that I believe sets Pfizer apart, which is having these without using a lot of debt. Metric number five, we want Pfizer's net debt, which is their total debt minus their cash and their short-term investments, to be below the sum of their free cash flows in their last five fiscal years. During this time, Pfizer's reduced their net debt position. Right now, they have about $16.2 billion in net debt. In the last five years, Pfizer's produced $92.5 billion worth of free cash flow, including $26 billion in their last fiscal year. They could pay off all of this net debt with just over six months worth of free cash flows. This is a huge check on metric number five. Pfizer is massively cash flow generative. They use a small amount of debt compared to the free cash flows from their business. Before we get to the first of two different ways we're estimating a fair value for Pfizer, you won't want to miss our bonus. As our bonus, we're looking at Pfizer's dividend profile. Right now, Pfizer pays a huge 4.33% dividend yield. That's way above the dividend yield from an S&P 500 ETF. People make mistakes all the time by blindly chasing dividends. We want Pfizer's dividends to be supported by their free cash flows. That's been the case in all five of these years. They've also grown their dividends in all five years as they've grown their free cash flows. Since 2020, Pfizer has a very low dividend payout ratio. That's the case today. While this is a snapshot of their last five years of performance, it's no guarantee for the future. Pfizer supports their dividends in all five years and they support their dividends now. This is a check on our bonus. The big metric of them all, metric number six, we want Pfizer's average five-year free cash flow divided by their enterprise value to give us a yield that's above 5%. If this is the case, this gives a slight risk premium to the yield of the 10-year treasury. It's the first of two different ways we're estimating a fair value for Pfizer. Right now, Pfizer has a $227.5 billion enterprise value. This looks at the company similar to it being a private business by taking into account both its market cap and its net debt position. We learned in their last five years, Pfizer's generated $92.5 billion of free cash flow, meaning in an average year, they produce $18.5 billion of free cash flow when that's divided by their $227.5 billion enterprise value. It gives us an 8.1% average free cash flow to enterprise value yield. On a current basis, Pfizer produced $20.2 billion of free cash flow in their last 12 months. When that's divided by their enterprise value, we get about an 8.9% current free cash flow to enterprise value yield. Both of those are double the yield of the 10-year treasury. They're above the risk premium we're looking for, meaning Pfizer's done it with a check on metric number six. They're a perfect select six stock, going six for six on our analysis. Don't just run out and go buy the business. We still need to estimate estimate their fair value per share and give our final rating. Everything we've discussed so far is important, but there's something missing that in my opinion is the main reason to analyze Pfizer, which takes us on to using a discounted cash flow model to estimate their fair value per share. A DCF model is based on the predictability of a company's free cash flows. Like any model in any discipline, its outputs are sensitive to its inputs. We're starting with an average of Pfizer's last three fiscal years worth of free cash flow, then using historical assumptions to grow these into the future. It's up to you to figure out if these will be accurate or not for the business. Assuming Pfizer grows its average three-year free cash flows at 6% annually for the next 10 years. Then in the following decade, assuming that this growth rate is cut in half and these grow at 3% annually, we're adding in Pfizer's tangible book value, which gives an estimate of their net worth. If we want a 15% rate of return, which is what Warren Buffett looks for from his investments, if today's valuation multiples are the same 20 years into the future, an estimate of Pfizer's fair value per share is right around their current stock price at $37.5. Keep in mind some key points. Pfizer has not been that predictable of a business in its past. The company spun off or sold many non-core assets. They've also grown extremely rapidly in the last few years. 
On the back of strong results from their COVID-19 vaccine sales, a big question mark for the company is whether they can keep this strong performance going into the future, even at today's levels. It seems like the company's results have started to decline somewhat since 2021. Also, this discount rate is an estimate of total returns to shareholders based on their free cash flows. It includes both their dividend yield and any returns from their stock price. Most importantly, this analysis is not financial advice. It's not a buy or sell recommendation of any security. Consult with your financial advisor before making any investment decision. In just a minute, we'll give our final rating to Pfizer, but we need to address something first. We've covered the numbers, but the qualitative factors for Pfizer may be even more important. What are they? Well, let's find out. Looking at the factors supporting a long thesis, number one, Pfizer's decision to divest its off-patent division should result in a faster-growing, more innovative company. Number two, Pfizer's strong success in developing a COVID-19 vaccine and treatment is yielding a massive cash windfall. Number three, Pfizer's pipeline productivity is improving with several successful recent drug launches. In particular, cardiovascular drug Vindiquil is a potential game-changer in the rare disease arena. But we'd be remiss if we didn't cover the negatives of their business as well. Looking at the factors supporting a short thesis, number one, the likely decline of COVID-19 products could create an earnings drag on the firm in 2023 and 2024. Number two, Merck's pipeline pneumococcal vaccine could take share from Pfizer's Prevnar if Pfizer's next-generation vaccine fails in late-stage studies. Number three, past aggressive cost-cutting in research and development could hurt Pfizer's long-term prospects given the importance of continued investment into innovation. There you have it for a balanced perspective of some of the qualitative factors of the business. Now it's time to give our rating. In analyzing Pfizer, stock ticker PFE, we learned this pharmaceutical business has been a major beneficiary of its COVID-19 vaccine. Its financial results have skyrocketed since the successful rollout of that vaccine. Pfizer looks like it's a perfect select six stock on our analysis. They've also supported a growing dividend in all of the last five years. They've got the signs of being a wonderful business. The real question mark is whether their performance will continue or is this a high for their business performance and the company will start to decline. It's worth reiterating this analysis is not financial advice. When we performed our discounted cash flow analysis, if today's valuation multiples are the same 20 years into the future, you believe those assumptions and you want a 15% rate of return, an estimate of Pfizer's fair value per share is right around their current stock price at $37.5. Remember, this is a starting point for more research into the business. It's not a buy or sell recommendation of any security. Pfizer looks like an excellent business for more research. If you enjoyed today's video, be sure to like it, subscribe to the channel for more stock analysis videos, share your thoughts about Pfizer, and let me know what business you want me to look at next in the comments below. Thanks for learning about Pfizer with me, and have a great day.